guys, and welcome back to another episode of the Unseen Podcast. Yay! <laughs> Today we have a really spooky story for you. I wouldn't. I wouldn't call it spooky. I just. I just call it awful. Terrible. I'm not excited about it because I haven't. I haven't heard it yet. It's bad. And so <laughs> we're just waiting for our like reactions to it. I guess mine because you know. You know the story. Well, she knows. She knows Briefly. a bit of it. Yeah. So I am working in a history class. I'm in university working on a history class, and something that I have to do a project on is like something big that happened in U.S. history. Uh huh. So. What my project is on, and what we're going to talk about today, is the St. Valentine's Day Massacre in 1929 in Chicago, Illinois. I can't, I can't. I I literally have an emotional support stuffy right now. He's holding a banana, he's a monkey, he's Linnaeus, and I'm, I'm very scared. <laughs> I'm so scared. It's, it's... See, I didn't find it scary when I first you read about this. I just found it, like, how terrible that this had to happen. Yeah, how awful mm-hmm. did this happen? Mm-hmm. Like, because it, it's is a gang war it's yeah. it's a mafia war it's uh, that upsets me so much and it, well sorry go no 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 you well it's just it's part of prohibition yeah. too like this happened all the time but for some reason this one got mm-hmm. so much publicity yeah totally I, I think it just scared me because of the reality of it plus i just watched kind of like a spooky movie and have those like images in my head of being people cutting their faces off i just i just can't so she just watched uh but Harley, Harley Quinn, Quinn, Birds of... Birds so, of Prey. Birds yeah. of Prey. I only watched half of it because I had to come here, but because of that, no, I just... No, I'm just... You only watched paranoid. half the movie? Well, because, like, I had to come here. Priorities, man. You know? It's, it was either it was either watching people cut their faces off or hearing about people... I mean, watching... Wait. <laughs> watching <laughs> people have their face cut, cut off. Cut off or hearing about people being murdered and, you know, gang stuff. That's great. How uncultured, how uncultured I am. Gang stuff. Monkey no see, monkey no do, monkey no say. Monkey no <laughs> so, so Is that what it is? See no evil, hear no evil, speak no evil. <laughs> I'm such a toddler. Okay, sorry. Monkey no do, monkey no say. <laughs> You're thinking monkey see, monkey do. Yes, that's what it is. That's what it is. I just, you know, I put a term on it. It's fine. I'm just trying to think innocent thoughts. I just automatically failed. Anyway. <laughs> You're good. It's fine. This I is why I have fun. emotional support monkey. So, basically, when I was researching this project, we had to find a source, a um, source of the time. Wikipedia? No, we're not allowed <laughs> to use Wikipedia. <laughs> this, this is a university course. Right. Wikipedia is not allowed. <laughs> but um, we had to find a source of the time, like, from, you know, like, a photo or yeah. um, newspaper article or something from 1929. So, uh-huh. Valentine's Day Massacre, there are plenty of photos of... Six men against a brick wall laying down with, he- like, with bullet holes no. in the back of their head. Ah. See, the thing is, that wall is super famous because there's still you- bullet holes in it. Can you actually go to this wall? This wall is now at the Mob Museum in um, Las Vegas, no. Nevada. And, like, it's, it's, like, it's called the St. Valentine's Day Wall. And it's got blood stains on it it's got bullet holes in it and and the thing that's most disturbing about this is it wasn't like revolver holes uh-huh. this is you know 1929 machine guns right 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 and this is execution style these guys were lined up against the wall oh and shot at point blank range and showing yeah and shot at point blank range can you i just can't imagine what their last words were Probably like, oh crap. Yeah, just like, oh shoot. Well, like, this is if, it. If they're in the gang, you clearly know what's going to happen. And, yeah. and there was a, there was a, um, 
There were seven victims, and six of them were killed on site. There was a seventh victim who was bleeding out. But even when um, the police, you know, were able to talk to him, if he was, like, he was uh, vocal, he was Uh dying, but vocal. He died later at the hospital. Even then, he refused to give up his killers because of the gangster code of silence. Get you a BFF who doesn't, like, rat you out, though. (laughs) I I wouldn't consider these guys BFFs. (laughs) These are more enemies. Um, These pictures are, they're so disturbing. If you read um, anything from the time in New York, or not New York City, in Chicago, um, around that time, it talks about, like, there are newspaper articles, and it, it's seven dead. That's, oh. And it, and it talks about the gang that they're from, which is called, um, they were under a gangster called, uh, his real name, hold on, I have it written down here, was George Clarence Moran, but he went by Bugs. Bugs! <laughs> the Looney Tunes gang, just like. <laughs> Honey, there's, there's worse names out there. He went by Bugs, but Al Capone uh-huh. went by, hold on, I gotta look. Look at this. It, it, it. Snorky. No. He went by Snorky. That's... I mean, if you have with that his much power, I guess you could just choose whatever and get away with it, but... No, 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 but I want to know what kind of guy looks at someone and goes, <laughs> you're a Snorky. <laughs> you just have that look in your eye. Like, I think of Bugs, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> like, see, I, I want to be the... be Like, I want to interview the people who gave them these nicknames. <laughs> or what if thought of the name he just looked himself in the mirror he was given like his daily like pep talk and he was just like you got this you got this bugs <laughs> like, like it's just so serious honestly i don't it's, it's kind of if i'm not mistaken in gangs you earn your nickname that's like, true it's yeah. given to you based off either your personality or your execution style or whatever so i want like although that doesn't clarify anything yeah it doesn't <laughs> i'm no, sure you well, know, it comes from somewhere, mm-hmm. and it's not from them who's... Like, they're not naming themselves, mm-hmm. they earn the name. Well, the thing is, about Snorky, I had to look it up, because I thought it was so funny. Yeah. Like, I was laughing out loud yeah. when I figured this out. Uh, I had to look up what it meant, and it means elegant or spiffy, like how he dressed, because oh, yeah. he was such a, well, like, Al Capone was such a great dresser. Like, he always looked really good. But I want to know... What slang does Snorky come from? <laughs> like it's where it's, was he from? Where was he from? Italy. Well, Italy. He, Italy. He was oh. a an American actually. He he was an Italo American. I think they called themselves back in whatever whatever. Um, <laughs> but because he, he was born in the USA, uh-huh. but his family hailed from Italy, from Naples. Okay, interesting. That doesn't yeah. What does bugs originate from? Do you know? Um, I don't know who. I really, I don't have that much information. Yeah, on no, that's okay. You would have to go to the dark web to find that. Like, <laughs> not, not <laughs> honestly. No, you wouldn't. Oh, good. And there, there's, there's FBI files on the general internet for people to mm-hmm. look at. Okay, not to be insensitive, but like George Clarence. Like, yeah, his enemy was Clarence. Oh my god. <laughs> like I, I have. Yeah, you have to say that. Like saying that George runs the mafia isn't that it's scary it's not intimidating i guess so, if you looked him face to face you'd be like oh crap yeah now i'm scared of george but like if you just heard it like but like but if you're like you better be scared of george <laughs> I'd, I'd be like oh george is coming to get me like george of the jungle george <laughs> see there's so many there's so many people with um funny like good nicknames yeah out there. like lucky luciano who was a uh, new york mobster 
I, f- I found where George was born. Where? He was born in Minnesota. Minnesota? Minnesota. He was born in Minnesota, in St. Paul, Minnesota. Crazy. Yeah, well, he he was, then he was one of the very few American hailed. Yeah. Well, like, were his parents um, immigrants? We're gonna find out. We're gonna. I'm gonna try. It says he's American. Um, I think all all of them were American. Like, yeah. Like, uh, Al Capone was American. He was born in America. He was born in the USA. He was born in Brooklyn Mm -hmm. in a church. But he's his parents came from Italy. He's the third child in an Italian family. Like his older brother was born in Italy. Mm Mm-hmm. So he, he is he is Italian. Like his parents are Italian, but he was not born in Italy. Right, right. So George Is this Wikipedia? It is Wikipedia. <laughs> George Morant <laughs> was born uh, to a French Im- immigrant. Georges. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, well he's uh I'm gonna reach for her Marie Marie, Marie. Diana uh, Di- uh Diana was his mother, and then Marie Jules Diana? something. We're good at accents on the unseen um, podcast. This is dad's name. I can't pronounce <laughs> his middle name and last. Um, he Moran was born Aldrad. To how many languages did you speak? You speak Spanish, I speak three. French, French, Spanish, and, and English, and then a little Spanish bit of sign language. Sounds very French the way you said that. No, that was very Spanish the way I said that. Because <laughs> yeah, you have to figure out where the D, like, it's it's, it's different. I speak English and gibberish. That's like, actually, gibberish <laughs> is my number one language, and then English comes second above all Okay, else. so, it, I, I don't want to attempt, it, I don't want to attempt Just say it, it like, how you Because it's, it's, it's such a, I'm going to say it the Spanish way, I'm not okay. going to say it the French way, which is jules, but that's not right. It's, it's jules. jules. It's, it's, it's a French version of jules. Eldred Coonan and his mother is Marie. Canadian. <laughs> Wait, descent. what? It, it literally said it literally says Marie Diana, Canadian descent. That's hilarious. Each chocolate, so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I got chocolate and I'm eating it. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be straightforward about it. You do you. Okay, so basically I really wanna talk about Al Capone. Do it. And how much of a bad guy this guy was mm-hmm. to the point where St. Valentine's Day hits. Yeah. If that's okay with you. Yes. I'll just wait. Just wait. I gotta put my chapstick on, though. She's gotta get ready. I gotta get ready, boo. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, in this project, I have to know, you know, who the people were who were involved. Mm -hmm. But do you get extra credit for this? (laughs) No. You should do. No, I'm I'm gonna send this to my... Hi. Hi, Professor. Hi, Professor. My name's Sarah. Please, nice to meet you. Please give me extra marks. Yeah, please go with your extra marks. That was gibberish. See? Yeah, so... <gasps> you look so cute. <laughs> she, Lene just put her glasses on. She looks adorable. I don't actually have glasses. These are fake. You... But they're blue light They're blue light blocking. Just... I wear them for work, so okay, I don't Okay, good. Because people who just wear glasses, unironically, no. just... I'm just like, girl, you weren't okay? Mm-hmm. No, they're blue light blocking. It's actually like... I have that on my glasses, difference. too. It's so nice. Um... No, but it, it talks about like how spiffy this guy was, how what how book is rich that? this guy. It's called uh, Capone, Capone: The Life and World of Al Capone by John Kolbler. Wow! So cite your sources, man. I know, right? <laughs> Wikipedia and this book. So um, it talks about like people who've talked to him. Like he literally said he allowed his intimates co- to call him snorky slang for elegant. Oh. 
um, this guy, he, he lived lavishly, like, um, you know, he had $25 pairs of pajamas, which at that time I were, were, a lot of money. were, was a lot of money. Yeah. He had sell- Italian silk gloves costing $12. His suits were custom made, um, at 135 each and the right pocket was reinforced <laughs> to support the weight of a revolver. <gasps> I was like, why the right pocket now makes sense. <laughs> So he's like, so this is, this is, this is the guy who said, this is the guy who said, do you want to say it? <laughs> no, I was going to say, was he left-handed? Because if it was his right, right pocket, pocket. you probably, you probably want like, actually, I, I don't know. I don't actually know. Al Capone, the left-handed man. Me and Al Capone already have something in common then. <laughs> so I am left-handed. The things you learn. No. We knew this. Did you know Al I'm slightly ambidextrous. 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 We know how to pronounce words, too. Ambidextrous? I think it's ambidextrous. What's ambidextrous? I don't know. Maybe someone help. I'm looking at... I want to say that again, but correctly. Ambidextrous or ambidextrous? We're asking Siri. Siri is literally my best friend. Siri. We did break up, though. Aw, I'm sorry. I know. Thank you. She's just a lot to handle. She she can be a little bit. She's demanding. really sassy, Smart. and and like and like when you thank her, she doesn't. Like, she doesn't thank take you. The yes, uh, I think she's cheating on me as well with like thousands of other ambidextrous. people. I was in the ambidextrous. Ambidextrous. I was right. Okay, okay. sorry. Small I'm victories. Sl- I'm slightly ambidextrous. There it is. What does um, this have to do with Al Capone? <laughs> oh, right. So, um, and all of Capone's bodyguards had to carry under their jacket of. Point four, a point four five caliber revolver in a holster hanging according to the prescribed style a shoulder halter hang um four inches below the left armpit so yeah if he was left-handed it would make sense it was in his That's right pocket so unless, unless he did the 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 cop show thing where you just whip it out of your oh, pocket yeah. <laughs> with, your, with that speed. hand and just show it to people and you're someone, like ha gotcha someone posted a picture of al capone signing something okay and he was maybe he was ambidextrous. He Maybe he was ambidextrous. He was signing his bail bond in 1925, and he's holding the pen in his right hand. <gasps> that's bail the bond. off-brand James Bond. Yeah, that's exactly. Bail bond. <laughs> Do you actually know what a bail bond is? Yeah. Bail from jail. Yeah. Bail from jail. I knew uh-huh. that. I knew that. But like this guy wore blue white diamonds that cost him fifty thousand dollars in nineteen twenty whatever. He got he got his money though from illegal activity, right? Oh yeah, he was he yeah. was a rum runner. He was well, he was the head of the rum runners basically. He was at the game. In... The rum no, no 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 no. It was like, the business. Rum, he... rum running is taking alcohol from ah. somewhere else, usually oh. Canada or France. Rum runners and put and like the underground got railroad, it. right? Yes. That that's that's how. He made his money. That's also how he knew your grandfather. Uh, oh, yeah. Speaking if you don't, of. <laughs> if you want to be more of a stalker, guys, my great-grandfather sold Al Capone whiskey from a small island off the coast of Canada that's owned by France. How do you feel? France. France. <laughs> You've been France. Wee oui, wee. Oui. <laughs> oh, oh, my goodness. But, yeah, so that's... that's um. That's my family. So one thing I really want to talk about is um, his execution style. Al Capone had such... I'm doing the Italian hand. Um, <laughs> she really is. Al Capone had such a specific execution style for when you betrayed him, which was 
you know, like how disloyalty. often did people this betray Al Capone? Like, I feel like that'd be common. I feel knowledge like you'd be do. you'd be in a load of trouble. You'd be yeah. dead. You are dead if you. Like, he, he would find out, oh, we have a sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> that face when you just have to sneeze is, like, really there's, weird. There's, there, there's a sneeze it's coming gone. on. It's your, like, gone. mouth is open, your eyes are, like, half shut. But, no, 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 no. This is, this is super interesting because, you know, it says, um, they imagined they could hide the, uh, the offense that he, that he never forgave, which is disloyalty. Oh, wow. So this says... Um, Capone has observed the old tradition, hospitality before execution. Mm-hmm. The Sicilians were defenseless, having, like an, like the other banquet banqueters, had left their guns in the check room, like the, the coat room. Mm-hmm. Capone's bodyguards fell upon them, lashing them to their chairs with wire and gagging them. Oh, no. Capone then got up holding Trigger a... Trigger warning. Ba- yeah. Got hold, uh, hold up, holding a baseball bat. Slowly, he length- walked the length of the table... Oh, I already lost my place. <laughs> Let me try again. Slowly, he walked the length of the table and halted behind the first guest of honor. With both hands, he lifted the bat and slammed it down full force. Slowly, methodically, he struck again and again, breaking the bones of the man's shoulders, arms, and chest. That's insane. He mm-hmm. moved to the next man, and when he had reduced him to mangled flesh and bone, on to the third. Oh, one of the bodyguards then fetched his revolver from the check room and shot each man at the back of the head. So Al Capone really never did it when he ran the gang, at least. He probably was a mafioso at, uh, at some point. But he never did any of the killing. But he's the one who organized it. He's the one who organized it, and he, he clearly had some part in, some it. Part in yeah. it. Um. Oh, I can't imagine that. I'm a very visual person, so any, like, thing that I'm getting told, like, I visualize it in my head, and that was just awful. I know, me too. And it's, it's like, holy, like... And Al Capone wasn't a small man. He... Five foot ten, I think. And, okay. And, and he, was he was... A heavy man. He was broad. He was broad, and he was not, you know, he was not, you know, underfed. He, he could afford to yeah. eat well, you know? Yeah. He was a big man. Uh-huh. So you imagine this guy, like, and an under, it's, I read this somewhere. He was doing just fine for himself. (laughs) Well, I read this somewhere. It was like, he may have looked like a heavy man, but underneath that fat was muscle and, and strong muscles at that. It's like, you know, you can go belly dancing and you can still have that layer of fat, but underneath that you've got rock hard abs. Mm-hmm. Like you don't always have a six pack. That's that's the kind of strength that Al Capone had. That's what I say when I go to the doctor. She's like, You've gained weight. I'd be like, No, there's muscle under there somewhere. <laughs> my favorite thing to say is, Oh, that's just my protective layer. I'm really protective of my abs. Exactly. So my You have my bulletproof vest. So well no, I, I, I like his execution style was so, so interesting and and, and probably far from anything else that anyone else had done and and he grew up in he grew up in brooklyn like yeah in in uh like he was born 1899 okay january 17th 1899 or something like that and and he was raised in brooklyn which at the time like at the time new york was not a pleasant place Mm. and and up until the 70s it was not a pleasant place it was all gang run all that kind of stuff and um maybe that's where bugs came from they talking in like new york accent that was horrible <laughs> no but lucky luciano who was one of capone's first mentors um is new york mm-hmm. is from new york ah. mm. um and something else is like napoleon's uh napoleon's 
think that's what they're called. Napoleon Complex. Um, people from Naples. I have no clue. I think it's Napoleons. 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 And and well and Sicilians never got along. They they never got along. And it's just a fun fact. Yeah. But, like, he grew up in, in, in Brooklyn. So you but, had, like, 16 people to a two-bedroom apartment. Wow. You know, and, and it was, like, a dollar a day for rent. And you know what's really cool about it? I mean, not cool, but what makes sense to me and what, what, what makes sense to me and what is interesting about Al Capone's execution style was that you can tell, like, the one... There's people moving chairs upstairs, guys. We're on the air. Just kidding. We're in the air. We're in. (laughs) Just kidding. Sorry. We're airheads. Well, that's been proven. Yeah. What? What? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to leave this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) The one telling the story. No, what I find really interesting about his execution style is that the one thing that he can't forgive is disloyalty and which makes it makes a lot of sense because with a mafia i mean it's a lot it's it's illegal stuff it's it's like you know things that are underground things that aren't brought to the surface and all that so when you have that type of business going on the like the number one thing that you need is trust between you and the people that you're doing with so that makes sense why the one thing that he can't do you think they make like forgive is disloyalty well Mm -hmm. the the thing is we don't know why they were disloyal or who they were disloyal to. Like, it could have been the police. It could have been another gang. But either, but way, either way. I threw my pencil. <laughs> do you, wait, do you think they, like, you know. <laughs> I'm going to grab my other pencil. You know, the Thank sisterhood you. of the traveling pants. Oh, my goodness. Why, why are <laughs> we doing You think they made a pack like that? They sat in a circle and they <laughs> But it's not like what they were doing was illegal. No, you know, but, like, they made, like, a little pact of, like, with, a, like, a little shotgun wherever they went. No, I don't think they did that. I do not think they had a shotgun oh where God. they went. No, Sister but like, of the traveling execution. Sorry. Nice. Oh, my lantern. <laughs> no, but, like, either way, whether it's the cops and, and, or another gang, it's still, like, either way, it could screw them over. Because mm-hmm. either, you know, another gang's getting their hands in their business and trying to take over their business or trying to finish their business or cops trying to, you know kick him off to jail like. and, and, and especially during prohibition when it was illegal to bootleg alcohol it was illegal to have alcohol anywhere right and these people were dealing with speakeasies and and illegal parlors with alcohol and gambling in it but it, it's 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 so interesting that like he started off in he started off in new york mm-hmm. and somehow ended up in chicago I think Al Capone had business all over the USA, if I'm not mistaken. It would make sense. Because he had a a house in Florida, like a mansion in Florida. Um, He went to jail in San Francisco. He went to jail in in Alcatraz for, not for any of the crimes he actually committed, like murder or anything. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. He went to jail for tax evasion. That's what they caught him on. What the heck? They caught him on tax evasion. Did he? Did they even know about his underground business? Then? Well, yeah, no. That like he's got a, a whole file in the FBI, but the only thing that they could actually pin mm-hmm. on him was tax evasion. Was tax evasion? And Which I mean, made... at that point, I'm sure they'd take whatever they could get because right, there's yes. so much that they could pin to him. But he was untouchable. You didn't use your blinker when you crossed lanes. 
Yeah, what? That's, 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 that's that's not illegal, honey. Oh, people change those without without their indicator all the time. Um, but this guy, he was when people speak about meeting him, and especially my grandfather, he was a respectable and a respected man. But what he did wasn't. No, like, he was frightening, and that's why some people respected him. But he was also not the most evil man on earth. Um, he, one of his most famous sayings, I, I mentioned it earlier, um, is, you'll, you'll get further with a kind word and a gun than a kind word alone. Whoa. So he knew what? he had to, like, like. Yeah, no, I know it, what it means, but that's crazy. He said that? Yeah, that's, 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 that's one of the famous things he said was you'll get further with a kind word and a gun than you will on a kind word alone. Which which makes sense. Sometimes you have to take what you want, or, or in their world anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes you just need to be nice. And, and sometimes being nice doesn't work. So I understand. I understand it to an extent, but at the same time, like, you get further with a kind word and a gun. Yeah. Maybe with, like, a kind word and a lollipop, but, like, not, like, threaten their life. (laughs) Yes, because alcohol is going to be like, hey, stop killing my men or something, or give me your alcohol. Here's a lollipop. Here's a lollipop. I like your eyes, by the way. (laughs) And then he's like, yeah, you're right. I'll give you your business back. And he's like, dope. Thanks, guy. Well, like, the experience that I know of him as a kind man, a kindish man, was... When he did business with my great grandfather, my great grandmother, my great grandmother, my great grandmother would be in the office, whether it was for his lev, uh, like my grandfather's leverage for him to be kind to him, or Al Capone's leverage, I'll never know. But one time, my my grandmother was, uh, she was an infant, she was in the room with um my great grandmother my great grandfather and she's a baby so she started fussing and whatever and so you know my my great grandmother tried to excuse herself to go deal with her fussing child and al capone went no no you're part of this business deal you know my bodyguard will take care of it so this bodyguard had my grandmother as an infant in the hallway bouncing around trying to calm it down so my great grandmother could be in the office doing business with my great-grandfather and Al Capone. And that's amazing considering the time period that it was in because women didn't really have much rights at that point. Well, I mean, I, they did, but they didn't, and, and, you know? Well, this is, this, is, this is technically an island owned by France, right? So you have to think about was, like, my biggest thought was when I first heard this, I was like, oh, that's so cool. But now that I'm a, an adult and I understand his mentality a little bit more by reading this book and, and looking into... Um, the St. Valentine's Day Massacre, which I'll get back to in a minute. But you think about, was it in favor of my great-grandfather who was using him, oh, my wife's here, be polite to me? Or was it Al Capone saying, if you don't do what I want, I can kill your wife? Oh. Like, oh. like I don't know, my my brain goes there, which is kind of, kind of I, awful. Can I just say, when you say, like, bodyguard... <laughs> I don't know when to interrupt and when to not remind you of my stupid thoughts, but, like, (laughs) I'm just picturing, like, this rock or, like, Jason Momoa. Yeah. Just, like, coming and be like, I got it, sir. And, like, rocking the baby just back and forth, like, shh. Well, that's what what everybody pictures, right? (laughs) And, And you have to, a bodyguard 
you think of, you know, all those celebrities with all these big people following them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't have been much different. I don't I don't think anyways, don't but think so. they they are big men with guns. Like yeah. that's what they are. <laughs> but you have to also, you know, were they bigger than Al Capone? Al Capone, you think like whenever I picture Al Capone without like knowing who he was, mm-hmm. I think of this short stubby man mm-hmm. who's really fat and really Italian. Mm-hmm. Where his hairline's not doing too well. <laughs> We're looking. He should look. She's looking I just at a picture. At a picture of him. <laughs> um, but in actuality, he was a five foot ten and a half man mm-hmm. who was bulky. Yeah. And, and s- although he was on the heavier side because he was well fed, but he was strong. Mm-hmm. So I just like, what's more terrifying, Al Capone or his bodyguard? <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> Can you imagine he had this like puny bodyguard? He's just like take care of him. And he's like, okay, sir. Well, <laughs> well, you think of you think. Most of his pe- people in his employee, you would think, would be Big. of the same uh, descent. Yeah, totally. So, yeah. so Ital- uh, Italians, um, Western Western European, Eastern European people. Mm-hmm. So they'd be either similar in build, or a lot of people from Italy are very slim built. Yeah, that's true. So but he was an, he was Italian, but he was raised in America. Yeah, but, like, you can think about, you do have those bigger-built Italians, and you do have slim-built Italians. You can, like, anywhere in the world, you will find slim-built people and large-built people. But... Big-boned. Al Capone. It's okay. Al Capone is is one of those people that you're like, I realize why you had a bodyguard, but honestly, you could have been your own bodyguard. You didn't need it. You didn't need it, yeah. Because I imagine a... Similar built guy, six foot two, so only a little bit taller. Mm-hmm. I want a bodyguard, just with a gun, you know, and and you don't know what kind of gun they had. Like um, you you imagine when they go met with my great grandfather, they had you know just their pistols, but who knows if they had their their machine guns or right. their whatever whatever. They probably had a very good like hiding tactic too, so they wouldn't get. Well, like... they, well they had the gun holsters yeah, right, right here, right? Mm-hmm. That, that's the wrong side, but. Um, and when I mean right here, I mean they had their gun holsters the kind of like um, against the rib cage. Yeah, against the how uncomfortable cage. would that be if you moved like slightly wrong? If you didn't have the safety on, can you imagine? Well, obviously back they then they always had the safety. On. You you have yeah. the safety on, but you know how to flip it off quick. There's right? just an off day. It's it, it's it's. I can imagine like cowboy style movies, right? Where they just pull mm-hmm. it out and shoot you. That was yeah, really close but they had to hide it because they had to be. But but in stealthy. New York. In New York at that time, guns and ga- guns and gangs ran rampant. You would see someone get killed in plain daylight, and no one would be the wiser. No one would say anything because you didn't want to be the next victim. That's so crazy. Something that's super interesting to me is the amount of nicknames this guy had like yeah. he had snorky he i guess he was popular because i mean you don't have but, to have but he like like he was known as public enemy number 1 like he was bad oh no but but people used to call him scarface oh now he had three knife scars on the right right side of his face i think ambidextrous right. scars right side of his face um he had two <laughs> on his cheek one from his center ear uh, down halfway to his cheek, one from the bottom part of his ear to the corner of his lip, and the other one was right underneath his jaw, down his neck. From what? Now from the a knife thing, fight. From a knife fight. Oh. Now the thing about that too, Olivia had previously mentioned this to me right before you actually, yeah, <laughs> before you. Came. I got here late. 
that's fine. <laughs> but what I find interesting about this on a paranormal spectrum, I guess, which, I mean, this has nothing to do with this because, you know, it's a murder mystery. This is history. This is Al Capone. He's he a could mob. Be, he could be a ghost out there. He's uh, a he was a real failure. person, though. He was a real person, absolutely. Died of syphilis. <laughs> Fun fact. Out of everything. Thanks, Olivia. Um, but, no, what I find <laughs> fascinating about the, the three cuts is... <gasps> do I know where you're going? Is typically in the supernatural realm, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, the th- three three kind of cuts or three lines kind of clustered together are referred to as, like, the mark of the beast. Um or like, and if you have like the mark of the beast, and I don't know if I, I don't know if that's actually what it's called, but that's what I know it to be called is the mark of the beast, and it's like, it's saying like if you get scratched by like a demon or like yeah. the devil or something that it's called the mark of the beast. And Isn't it, it like mocking the Holy Trinity? It's mark mocking the Holy Trinity. Yeah. So it's for those the of Father, you, Son, and the Holy Spirit. Yeah, the, those of you who don't know the Holy Trinity, um, uh, in Christian. so in, in in Christianity and in, mm-hmm. in Christian, um. In Christian, in, in the Christian in a belief, singular Christian. Um, which uh, is that there are, or that God is one, or sorry, God is made up of three people within one person. I know mm-hmm. that made no sense, but if you think about it, like a three-leaf clover, it's it's there's three bumps to the leaf. Is that but where it is the three-leaf leaf. clover comes from? That like lucky kind of thing? No, it's four-leaf clover. Oh, never mind. <laughs> I'm stupid. Okay. No, it's okay. But if you think about like the three-leaf clover or like an egg or something like that, like you know, you have the shell, the yolk, yeah. and the whites, but they're all one egg. So that's kind of how it's talked about for the Trinity, oh. Holy, the Holy Trinity. I didn't know that. Um, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So when they call, talk about the mark of the beast, it's like, it's like the demons or the devil kind of mocking that. mocking that. Mm-hmm. And with a knife fight, it's so weird to me that. Can you see it on the face? Oh, no, it's on that side. It's on the wrong side of the face. Hold on. I'll find a picture. Um, But what's so weird to me is that in a knife fight, I mean, the the chances of a person, you know, getting three strikes. Yeah, that's so weird. Kind of in the same area. Yeah. It's just so weird to me. Oh, that could be chill. Anyway, that's just, like, a weird thing to bring up, like, (laughs) in the paranormal realm. But like, Oh, they look horrible. It's just, like, there's contour, though. If you look up a picture of Al Capone, you look of his of his scars. Where's the third one? You know they're just so they're they're Uh, clustered close enough, and again, it's just so weird to me in a knife fight that he oh my god that somebody will get like three strikes in the same area. You know, because I imagine a either he would you know move or retaliate. You know, it's just so weird to me. Anyway. Well, you think that there could have been multiple attackers, but, Absolutely, but I've, I've tried to find something on his scars, and I haven't found anything yet. Maybe maybe our fans will be a little bit, you know, better at this than me. I, the, just looking at his profile picture is so disturbing because he looks so, like, at peace. Not, like, at peace, but, like, so, like, not, uh, like, not bothered. affected. Yeah. But the thing is, he, in every single, like, picture he has, like, um mugshot he has he's smiling that's so weird hold on hold on like if, guys if you look up um a mugshot of al capone he's slightly smiling it's not okay with me that just like gives me the heebie-jeebies uh-uh um like he's smirking that's not like a, that he should knows be like he okay. knows he ain't gonna get caught yeah that or he knows he's been caught but look what i've done ha ha kind of Kind of looks. Kinda like a braggy face, like you know that. <laughs> that like like look at this. Like he he was no, so smug. He knew he could get away with mm-hmm. so much. Um I found some stuff on the scars. I mean I didn't find like I found who did them and what he did to deserve them. 
Ooh. Yes. So, mm-hmm. in 1917... So, f- for the three scars, this is what caused it. Yeah, in 1917, so Al Capone was 18 at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, right, when, right before Prohibition started. Yeah. Uh, Capone's face was slashed during a fight in the Har- uh, Harvard Inn after he insulted a female patron. Oh, yes, and her And her brother retaliated, um, <clears throat> leaving three scars on his face. Um, and it also mentions that he would try to hide the scars mm-hmm. in any photograph because people would call him... Scarface. Oh. Scarface, and he hated that. Um, and he tried to write them off as war wounds, or war wounds, although he never served in the military. Oh, so some of these nicknames. He though hated. he did threaten people in the military. Ooh. When he when he was fourteen, he used to live by a navy yard, and and one thing I read in the book is that um, he would he would watch you know the change of the guards so much that he knew when people were messing up, and once he you know yelled at someone who was messing up the change of the guard, and and the guy after after uh came over and and you you know was spitting fire really mm-hmm. angry at him and he was spitting fire right back and you know like acted like he was gonna spit on al like the soldier thought like acted like he was gonna spit at right. al you know this the soldier acted like he was gonna spit on him and and a recollection a recollection and and the um one Reconciliation? No, no. The, um, from, from the, you know, um, so, like, the general at the time. Mm-hmm. I don't, it's not general, oh, but. Oh, okay, yeah. Um, you know, he, he recalled that, you know, he went over and said, you know, if this guy actually spits on you, you let me know and I'll, I'll write him up. And, and Al was like, no, just let him out, let him have his hit and I'll, I'll, he'll regret it. Like, like, this is an actual recount, recount, that's what I was like. Oh, for. okay. Um, of something that this kid did at a, at 14. That's... He's not a small kid. He would have not been a small kid. But he was willing to fight a Navy soldier. Uh Uh-huh. My question is, did they, did, do people theorize today that he was a bad man or was he a sociopath, psychopath, like... I would have said he was a I see... he was not a good guy. Yeah. He was not Period. a good guy. Yeah. Um, I would have said he acted in self-interest, but I don't think he was a sociopath or a psychopath. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Because that is the mentality he was raised on. Because in Italy at this time, there were so many corrupt police officers that they were, and like politicians and whatever, mm-hmm. that he was raised, don't trust them. Don't trust police. Don't mm-hmm. trust... um you know, government, don't trust these people because they won't have your back like your family does. And that's that mentality of the mob family. You know, the mob mentality is, you know, I scratch, uh, like, I have your back if you do something for me or if you owe me. Like, um, the, if anybody's ever seen The Godfather. Oh my gosh, yes. Um, you come to you me. Know, well, he's, he's, he's the godfather of this family of mafia. Mm-hmm. You know, if that's if so something yeah. if something needs to be done, you go to him. He gets it done, and then you owe him. And you may not know when he calls that favor in, mm-hmm. but you owe him. And he is your. They everyone called him the Godfather. I mean, they didn't call Al Capone the Godfather, but you know, uh, mafia runs on family. And I scratch your back, you better scratch mine at some point. Give it a nice rub. 
Sorry. Lene's <laughs> <laughs> all spaced out in the corner. What's up? I was reading more about the score, and it's actually really sad. I feel bad for Al Capone right now. Really? Why? What is, Why? What is I feel like you so, shouldn't feel bad for him like, at all. I kind of do for this. Okay, so in the in the bar, it was a bar, or it was an inn. Okay, but so, was, see, I was I read up that it was a um, a brothel. It actually wasn't. It That's a thing. Is that I? So I looked it up. Um, is that it was an inn that Frankie Yale opened? Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. And about he Frankie named Yale. it. He named it Harvard Inn to mimic the college he went to. Frankie Yale went to Harvard. Oh, I was going to Frankie Yale that. went to Harvard. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. That doesn't mean a lot of times Yale. That is so great. Um, anyway, so he named this bar um, uh, Harvard Inn, and then he hired Capone to be the bouncer. Um, oh. One day when Capone was working, um, this guy named – what was his name? His name was Frank uh, – Galuco? What what source are you using? Um, It's actually, it's called uh, Uh, todayifoundout.com. Nice. (laughs) No, that name is in the the book, too. Yeah. So Frankie uh, Galuco um, staggered into the bar with his date, uh, Maria uh, Maria Tenzo. Romantic. And on his other arm, his younger sister, uh, Lena. Aww. Um, Despite the crowds, Capone, who was 18 at the time, honed in on Leia. Not Leia. Lena. (laughs) Lena. Sorry. He was flirting it up with her? Despite the crowds, Capone, <laughs> who was 18 at the time, honing on, on Lena. Ooh. Watching from afar, he finally got up the nerve to talk to her, asking oh. her to go for a walk along the beach with him. Romantic. She supposedly said no, and Capone walked away, oh, but didn't no. stop him from getting, continuing to watch her. A little <sighs> while later, he supposedly asked her again for that walk. Lena, not too pleased, informed her older brother of this no- annoying guy. She told him that he was uh, embarrassing her. But asked Frank to make him stop in a nice way. Galuco took action, fully aware the situation could could escalate. Um, as such, he told his fem- uh, he told his sorry he told his female um, counterparts to meet him outside. Before they could reach the door, Capone supposedly stepped in and told Lena loudly, "I'll tell you one thing. You got a nice oh my <gasps> gosh! No, I don't feel no. back. But a, ni- a nice butt." He said, "I'll tell you one thing. You got a nice butt, honey, and I meant it as a oh, compliment." Capone. Hearing no! this, Galuco demanded an apology from Capone on the remark. Capone wasn't having it, telling Galuco that he was only joking around. Um, this is when the situation got dicey. It's Galusio. Galusio? It's 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 Italian. Sorry for saying Galuco. It's Galusio. Um, um, this is when the situation got dicey. You see, Galusio was only five foot six and slight uh, slight of the of build. And was now attempting to defend his sister's honor by going toe in toe with a five foot eleven, very beefy Capone. See, I got I got five foot ten and a half. So sources different height from... height height matters, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> Being at something of a disadvantage physically, uh, Galusio decided to escalate the situation beyond fists and pulled out his knife, slashing at Capone, managing to get in three cuts in Capone's face and upper neck before Capone went down. Wink Capone on the ground. On that's the, pool the above. sister. Galusio that's what the sister meant when uh, See, she said "nice, nice way of letting him down." <laughs> okay, so maybe I don't feel bad for Capone. No, anymore. I was like, she, why? I felt bad at first when it was like she rejected him and he asked for a walk on the beach. And I didn't. He I didn't goes, read past "Girl, that. you got a nice butt," and we're like, "No." Mm-mm. See, that's the, where you cross the line, Capone. Nothing the thing else. Is, but <laughs> um, in the book, it said, um, uh, dropped with his sister. Da, da, da. 
he unclasped a pocket knife and went for the bartender's face. So this person said it was he was a bartender. Oh, so there's multiple theories. So there's multiple theories. The uh, no, no, it's the same. It's the same theory. But this person said he was a bartender. That person said he was a bouncer. Um, that uh, that Capone was the bouncer or the bartender. Capone was the bartender. Okay, so yeah, man says that he was a bouncer. He just um, he, he just works there. <laughs> He works in some area. Oblique of scars the... of four inches across the cheek, two inches across the left ear, and a half, a two and a half inches on his left jaw slash neck. Um, normally vindictive, he chose to forgive him. Whoa. He chose to forgive Galusio. After some years in one of those, whatever, he had learned that he could... Uh, could win him quick, easy admiration as he hired him as a bodyguard. So hold on, he he hired Frank Lucio as his bodyguard for a hundred dollars a week after hitting after on his he sister. Got three scars? What? More to the point, I I'm I'm baffled that Frank was like, yeah, okay. I mean, like he freaking was he hitting on him. his sister, well, and it was being so rude. Maybe he needed the money. Or Al Capone threatened him. It says, some years after, in one of those, um, it's a bad word I can't say, (laughs) gestures which he had learned could win him quick, easy admiration, he hired him as a bodyguard at $100 a week. According to the story, Capone later invented to explain his scars that he was wounded by shrapnel fighting in France with the famous... Lost battalion of the seventy seventh division, I mean, but he got no closer to war than his draft board, which was never called upon in any capacity. I mean, that's a dope excuse about those three scars. <laughs> so, so this guy who is half his size with a pocket knife can he do got- more damage than a five foot eleven, ten and a half guy who's muscular. But maybe he like I totally called it, but. About the did he? Did he? Oh, about the small, this, bodyguard, the small bodyguard. But there's there's also the fact of realizing if, if her brother's coming after you, you said something wrong. Yeah. Oh yeah. You and said I'm sure he something did wrong. because he was saying like, oh yeah, I was only joking. <laughs> but like, sounds um, like pickup artist in 2015. Jeez. Yeah, like apparently, yeah, apparently, like I don't know for how long he was his bodyguard, but it said that like Galusio was was. Capone's bodyguard, or I think, huh? That's crazy. like like the language is a little bit off, right? Because it's like he hired him, so it could have been the other way around, but I don't think so. I don't think because it no. said a few years down the road, and Capone would have been well on his way to yeah absolutely. public enemy number one then. Absolutely, and it says here that Galusio was a petty felon. Huh. Well, I want to know what he got arrested for, a petty felon. Well, I mean, maybe, you know, you know cutting be- up a person at, <laughs> at a bar or an inn. I, I was going to say stealing. Everyone who hit on her <laughs> no, petty theft sister. Well, stealing, well, yeah. He he was in the bar with um female accompany- accompaniment. Oh, yeah. were, were, they, were they paid? Oh, it was a date. Well, one was a sister. Well, no, no, but was the female accompaniment. sister? Well, Maria, what was oh, no, it? Tanzo. He had, Tanzo he was had, a date, it said. Right, he had one, he had, on his one arm, he had, had his, his date, date, and the, the other arm, arm was his sister. sister. Maria. Jinx. <laughs> um, you owe me an Al Capone. Sorry. That was awful. <laughs> yeah, no, but, like, otherwise, like, 
but it's, it's interesting like those are long scars two inches the top one's two inches the middle one's four inches and the one on his neck is two and a half inches those are long scars those are fairly big scars and normally for like something to scar that badly like if you look up a picture of al capone's scars like it's scarred pretty badly yeah it's deep it, it has to be deep yeah. it's not just a quick little like chink 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 you know like they're they're deep they pucker in <laughs> yeah chink 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 <laughs> i mean it also could lend to how he dealt with the wounds too he could like he True. could not you know i mean i doubt he would have cleaned it maybe he threw some like alcohol in there just you know well, yeah you throw some whiskey on it though you're not throwing rubbing alcohol on that yeah no and and this is this is new york still mm-hmm. and he is already a petty felon is he really gonna go to a hospital to get this treated even though he should not at no. all not at all so it could lend to either a the depth of the wound so how hard Galu- galusio galusio i think it's Gal- frank I let Frank. Frank. Um, <laughs> but no, it's, it, it could lend to how deep Frank cut Actually him. Actually cut him, yeah. Or, or both. Or how Al Capone dealt with the wounds. Or a little bit of both, absolutely. Um, like, if you look at the pictures, they pucker in. And, like, I, I, a little bit about myself, I'm a special effects makeup artist, which means I, like, study, oh, I'm self taught. <laughs> I, like, for fun, I study, um, like, wounds. And so this is a great podcast for you. <laughs> I well I study wounds and stuff and like what certain wounds would look like and how long they've been there and whether they're well treated or not and a lot of the times if you get a cut like that I mean maybe the knife was dirty maybe it got infected maybe he didn't deal with it properly but they pucker in a lot and mm-hmm. normally with a with a cut like that I mean if you deal with it properly you'll have minimal scarling, scarring but if you don't, you have pretty bad scar like what yeah, Al I'm sure he just threw some whiskey on there and just hoped for the best, you know? Oh, that'd be so painful. <laughs> yeah, I Good feel enough. like at this point he doesn't really care if it's painful or not. <laughs> he kind of brought it on himself. So so Al Capone only had one wife. He married May May uh you know, her maiden name was like Gofflin or something. Mm-hmm. May Capone. Uh May Capone. May Capone. <laughs> Uh, she had some makeup on. Makeup on. Sorry. He was born in. He would have been nineteen when he married her. That was probably that's pretty normal. Nineteen. That uh, I don't know no, no. what what her. How she old was she born was. same year. No, that, that's him. Hold on, wait. This she was born. Nineteen ninety-seven. She was actually older. She was two years older. Eighteen ninety-seven. You mean? Yes. What did I say? Nineteen ninety-seven. She was born like not that long ago. No, she was born in eighteen ninety seven. So oh, she was so two she years was, older. She was two years older. Which though. that's not really that wasn't heard of. that wasn't that wasn't common. I mean, my grandparents. She was very pretty though. Oh wow, oh, she's she gorgeous. Is. Guys, look up a picture of her. She's Al Capone, beautiful. You play her, man. Holy, how? And then she married <laughs> that. Yeah, I, that's what I was saying. I'm just like, wow, that's a downgrade. Oh, uh, they were in no love. Offense, Al Capone. They were in love. I mean, you shouldn't base your love off looks. Um, it's all about they were married up until he died. I mean, he had like a seven-year reign of, as a mob gonna... boss. You th- you'd think that like <laughs> that'd be a pretty proud wife right there. I thought you were gonna. So wait, didn't you say that he? Sorry, you no, say okay. first. Go for it. I was just gonna jokingly say I thought you were gonna say he was he had a strike for being a seven out of ten looking guy. I was like, really? Because <laughs> that was seven-year reign. Um, no, Kate. But you said that he died of syphilis. He did. So I'm assuming being a mob boss he probably cheated or 
Probably got some escorts or something. Because, I, mean, I mean, she's okay. Yeah. She didn't die then. She died in 1986. So she lived another 40 years before passing away or 39 years. You'd be just surrounded by that if you were in a mob. Well, imagine the money she had yeah. to live, though. I know. Maybe that's why they got married. And, unless I mean, the, they only had the one kid. Come. Oh, did they? Oh, they my only gosh. had one kid. His name is Albert or something. Albert. Love Albert that. Francis Capone. That's cute. Hmm. Francis. Is he he is he still alive today? Nope. Died nope. in two thousand and four. Ooh, does he have any kids? He does. He has kids and he grandkids. Did he inherit the criminal lifestyle? Um no. He does not look to be Oh, one. good for him. Uh, but like but one, of, one, of, one of one of Capone's great grandchildren is named after his mother. Uh I just noticed. Can't What's Capone's mother's name? Uh, um, Teresina, I think. Oh, that's oh yeah, Teresina, there is. We're just trying to make up some excuse as to why he's maybe a little bit good. <laughs> well, he had a family, and they, they, they did well. And, and you know, oh, he was, he was a person. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Like, you can't forget that he was acting in the interest of his family. He is a person. Which is, it just brings some humanity to it, right? Yeah. But it also almost takes it away considering how much he did, too. I mean, you know you know when you hear about things that, you know, serial killers did or that, um, or if you watch a horror movie and, like, things like, you know, the human centipede, which if you haven't watched it, don't look it I up. I don't, I don't. Don't I, I know what it up. is. Never seen the movie. Don't, don't want to watch it. it. I'm not planning on it. <laughs> it's disgusting. It's horrible. But I watch things like that, and I'm like, I I hate thrillers. I love horror movies. I hate thrillers. Yeah. Because I hate you watch them, and you're like, who is messed up this much to be willing to do something like this? Yeah. I mean, there's a horror movie called The Collector, and it's like they create a spider out of human oh. body parts. Like, it's, it's messed well, have up. You, have you heard of The Patchwork Man? Is that the guy who made the belt of nipples? No. no. Ew, he's, a belt he, of what? He's, he's the guy who made a belt of nipples. He's, and like, the... he's like the real life Frankenstein, the patchwork man. Huh. No, I don't He did it to that. himself? No, uh, some guy, like the legend goes, some guy wanted to create someone to help him um, work in his, his dangerous line of work or whatever, and um, his body parts kept falling off or something. And some, he killed the guy who made him. And now the patchwork man follows little kids around to fit, like to replace body parts and stuff. Oh jeez. Well, even like there's like there's a real serial killer that's once lived. I can't remember his name. Actually, you know, I'll look it up in a second. But he made a belt made out of human nipples. That's so gross. No, he had I a lampshade made out of hair. Oh. Or scalps or something. No, like that. I'm gonna throw up. And one more thing, and then I'll stop. Uh, and he made a vest out of a woman's chest. Cute. <laughs> Yeah. So anyway, but like I watch things like that or I see things like that. And I'm like, how could somebody find the willingness to do something like that? Like I can't even like I cry when an animal dies. And like those are here so that we can like live, you know, like it's just doing that it's to another baffling human. that another human could do that to another human. They're just messed up in the mind. Absolutely. Something's wrong. Absolutely. There. But Al Capone, it seems like he seems like he's pretty much he's an inhuman human. He's like mentally healthy. But willing to do something like this to people. I feel like once... He got his way. Absolutely. That is the easiest way to put it. And he was a sore loser if he didn't get his way. Yeah, you are in the wrong. You, it's I your fault. I feel like fault. he is a narcissist. 
has narcissistic I, tendencies. I feel like that might have been part of it. Yeah. Might have been a bit of a narcissist. There's some type of mental illness with people who get involved in these kind of mm-hmm. things that make, that motivate them to do these things. I'm, I'm gonna, oh, sorry, go on. Sorry, I just found the name of the serial killer. His name was Ed Jean? The Nipples Boy? Nipples Boy. <laughs> yes. So I'm just gonna, I'm gonna bring it back to St. Valentine's Day. Yes. Um... The only reason people thought Capone ordered this hit is because the leader, like, Bugs, blamed it on him. And I have to bring up the execution because it was so interesting. Like, it was, it was not even the fact that it was machine guns and it was against a wall and they were lined up and or, or anything, but that there was four gunmen. Two of them were dressed like Chicago police officers. No. And two of them were in plain clothes. And you wonder how they get the uniforms. You wonder how this happened. You wonder how, you know, the, they were there because they were expecting a shipment of whiskey. That's how those people died. But I want to know what Bugs or his gang did to Al Capone's gang for him to retaliate as such and then bugs to blame him. There's no theories out there or like things Well, that I I so I there probably are, but yeah. I I haven't for this is a history project. I can't put too much merit into a theory. Mhm. But I want to know what happened. Absolutely. Why 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 and if this was a retaliation. Absolutely. No for sure. Well, cuz it seems like Al Capone only does something dirty if he needs to like he doesn't it doesn't seem it seems out of character almost he's not willing i mean yes he's a mafia lord and all this and he's a horrible not a horrible man he's a horrible man yeah um but like he would have ordered the hit but he never took part in it but like but you hear the stories and you don't think of this man who's going around killing people willy-nilly there was clearly a reason absolutely he either did it to prove a point or he did it because they're disloyal or he did it because they stabbed him in the back or to get his way but he didn't do it for the heck of it no there 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 is a reason somewhere and and it's i'm stuttering through my words now but um there is a reason and that would be an interesting reason to find out because it's it's not It's not in character. Mm-hmm. You know, you, even if it's just he wasn't getting his way or it was too much rivalry or whatever, it, that's still a reason. But nobody knows the actual reason. Absolutely. See, the thing is, is that it it makes me think, because Bugs and Capone weren't in, like, weren't in business together because Bugs didn't want to be. I was like, hey, let's be in business together. And he, Bugs was like, yeah, no. So unless, like, I mean, it could be, I mean, we could be giving it too much merit too. And it could just very simply be that he was trying to take out the competition because well, Bugs said no. Well, but like how many other people would he have gone to and been like, hey, want to be in business? And they would have been like, no. And nothing that we know of happened to them. That's true. That's like, true. Um, Lucky Luciano was in business then and... Um, there was, there, there's plenty other mafias going around. Uh, you, you know, usually you're in kind of business with them, but mostly your competition. So it, it's, it's not unnecessary whether they he was like, Hey, let's work together. But it was like, maybe he went behind the back of, um, several different people like bugs went behind the back of 
because if you think of the, the the godfather they had all of those families that met how many times a year or a month to discuss what was going on and how they had to deal with it and who need to borrow men or whatever maybe he went behind whatever that was in chicago or maybe he um refused to work with anybody maybe he refused to um maybe he he killed one of capone's men who knows but but there is no actual reason and and unless you went and asked al capone himself who was accused of doing it and clearly there was a reason for the accusation you won't know the reason if you don't ask if you ask like it's like the if a tree falls in the forest uh you're gonna get two you're gonna get three stories mine your mine yours and the trees but no one can ask the tree what its opinion is because it doesn't have a voice. So you're only going to get to a, you're you're not going to get the real story because you're only going to get because the tree doesn't talk. You're only going to get two opinions, two mm-hmm. biased ones, yeah. Which I think is I think is how a lot of things in life work, but when you're in this um line of work, opinions can cause death. Mhm. Mm-hmm. So unless anyone, someone, like, uncovers, like, a like a journal or something that Al Capone kept, I mean, then we're not going to know the answer. Can you imagine a diary from Al Capone himself? That, that would, would just be, be... That would uncover so much of the mystery of... It would answer him. so many questions. Yeah, totally. It's so cool. But I also don't take Al Capone as a diary kind of person. Do you have a diary? I don't think he talked about his feelings. He was definitely no. one of those stone-faced men. And that really. was just business. Mm-hmm. Business as usual. Is there anything else, any more details you want to add? Um, I'm still stuck on that, on the, the, the police uniform. I know. Because, I mean, that, around that time. That haunted me. I was in like, New York, it would have, like. This is New York. This oh, is Chicago. Chicago. Okay, in Chicago anyway, around mm-hmm. that time, the there would have been dirty cops. So, I'm well, thinking, does Al Capone have a hand he, in the, what, CPD? He would have had a hand in everything. Like, it even talks about in New York, he had a hand in, um, like, was it in New York or was it in Chicago? Um, I don't know. He he knew the mayor personally, and That's, there there, oh there, there, there was a there's a point of corrupt government. I I watch uh, like I was reading like in this book, it says that like in Chicago is like he ran Chicago basically. Um, least of all the police who uh, Capone once boasted, I own the police. I was gonna say because, but was it a cop? Was it cops who actually killed them, or, or was, was it people uniform. borrowing? Co- uniforms at to blame it Capone's on the police. request ah uh, so well so, so they could questions. so they couldn't point blame at the CPD because mm-hmm. if you point blame at the, the police officers who are trying the the good police officers everyone's gonna end up corrupt yeah it's still probably easier than putting the blame on yourself and making yourself look more or maybe you would like to boast about it who knows no question one more question before we kind of wrap this up mm-hmm. Was there a witness? Was there witnesses? Like, how do we have this information? How do we know that the there's... witnesses could have had diaries? Well, it 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 spoke. <laughs> it speaks. It speaks up in the book, uh, not the book. Um, in the research I've done, that no one called it in. So how? Because do you know? people oh, were no. so afraid oh, of this. True. But when the police did arrive, you know the sights that they saw, the things that they did. And there has to be a, some sort of digging done after 
death, some sort of um, person who worked with this person who knew this person who told the story, right? right? Yeah. So there, there's there's probably a lot of secondhand information, but... But still, it's that tree illustration of but people it, can cross stories and it can yeah. get messed up, yeah. But it, it, it's, you've got to, you know... Uh, Disney brave quote, you know, legends, <laughs> legends are, you know, legends are lessons they bring with truth. There, there's, there's truth to every story. Absolutely. No, I'm just wondering, how do we get this information? Al Capone, how do we know the truth is here shooters? that you should have had a diary. <laughs> how do we, <laughs> how do we know there's four shooters and how do we know that two are wearing, um, CPD uniforms? No, no matter where you look at whatever source, um, there's always something that says something about a, a, a Chicago police uniform. Oh, whether, no. whether it's it's one people, all of the people, two and two. Um, you know, I've read now two different sources that say it's two and two, so I went I went with that information. Mm. But, you know, there, there's, there's also one that I've read that it said one of them had a, an actual police car, and that's how they did their getaway got their getaway and i've also Hmm. read read one that said um they were all dressed as police officers and i've also read one that said um you know there was five men in plain clothing following a police officer into a warehouse like like there's always something about a police officer see like i'm not i'm not like (laughs) denying that i'm not saying like like, oh there's no cops in there i'm just more wondering like Obviously, someone saw this. Obviously, someone reported this because we wouldn't have this information otherwise. But, like, how... Like, I just... I don't know. I'm just, like, trying to wrap my head around But is it maybe after, you know, Prohibition had ended Mm -hmm. that that specific area could not be touched anymore, that someone came forward with this information saying, this is what I think happened. This is what I saw. When 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 I, I don't know when Bugs Moran died... Um, but maybe when it was, it was when Al Capone was in prison and Bugs Morin was in prison himself. I think he went to prison at the end of Prohibition. Uh, and this person, someone went, yeah, no, I was near that and this is what happened. And it could have been someone, an anonymous source calling 911 saying, this is what I saw. That's true. That's true. Absolutely. Like, I, I could not tell you where this Mm -hmm. information comes from as much as I tried, Mm -hmm. but that's the information I have, right? Yeah. No, no, for sure. I'm just, I'm just trying to like piece things together because I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. we know that the men were lined up against the wall because the way that the bodies were found. Unless, I mean, okay, yes, and 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 if you and look the at the wall. the wall, so you know that they were lined up against the wall. I guess you know that there is a there is officers, whether they were actual officers or just people in the uniforms. We don't know, but we know that because multiple sources were like, "Hey, this is what happened," but it's just like it's so baffling to me. To, like, you know, see something like that. See, like, people walk in and people walk out and then hear, like, oh, yeah, five dead bodies were found in here. Like... Six. Well, five dead and then one was dying. Six, what? six dead. Oh. And one... And seven was dying. Oh. Okay, so f- find six bodies and a dying person and be like, I, I saw the people walk in there. Like, just imagine being that person. See, the thing that I'm... Ma- like, that baffles me is that... This man is on his deathbed. The seventh person is on his deathbed. And they're asking, who did this? You know, let's avenge your friends and whatever. And he's going, no. That's crazy. He's, he's not going to give up these people who killed him. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Maybe because they, I don't know what they would threaten him with. Like maybe his family. Like they threaten like. Yeah, our family. Yeah, who knows? But it's also like you were saying, like the gang code. You know, like it's code of silence. You you wonder about this, and and even now, still doing this project, I end up with more questions than answers. <laughs> That's how most <laughs> stories go, for sure. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely, especially for someone like Al Capone, which I mean, he stayed with his hands clean. But he was able to evade... Other being... than tax evasion. <laughs> Other than tax, tax evasion. evasion. But he was Can able... you imagine? <laughs> he was able to avoid getting arrested for all these things that he did, which means he was really good at cleaning his hands. He was really good at keeping his hands clean. He got some bleach on board with him. Pretty much. Times? <laughs> Pretty wore much. Glo- wore gloves. Yeah. Hypothetically, yes. But, oh my gosh. So cool. Not cool. So so sad and well, scary. Well, and, it, 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 yeah. It's interesting, but it's it's still... Awful. awful like this is yeah. the same way I, I started it it's not spooky it's it's awful and it actually happened but i still have more qu- like even the fbi had more questions than answers absolutely thank you olivia for your story <laughs> that was really, that was that was so interesting wow it's crazy to think we didn't think we were gonna get a whole episode out of this no but it was there's there's probably so much more to uncover too about al capone that's true so al capone is such an interesting we could do a series on him (laughs) we could probably do a part two but um uh although we are left with more questions than answers (laughs) uh i think that this was really really cool to kind of uncover al capone's um, story and a lot of a lot of what he did i mean there's still a lot that we haven't even touched on um, mm-hmm. But this man lived a bad life, and he did a lot of bad things. And just to to dig deep into that and kind of pull it apart, and just kind of, I guess, question the facts that are that are presented. I mean, it's it's just really cool to kind of be able to break that down. A lot of the evidence and the results behind this, and the reasoning behind what Al Capone did, still remains unseen. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.